When it comes to investing in innovation, trust the experts. RoboGlobal provides laser-focused investment portfolios that deliver access to robotics, AI, and healthcare innovation globally. The HTech portfolio captures the technologies transforming the medical space, providing unique exposure to best-in-class companies. Investors, turn to this diversified approach backed by research from the experts. Learn more today at RoboGlobal.com HTEC. Get to Old Navy for the biggest sale of the year. Up to 60% off all back-to-school styles for kids and baby. Get flip-flops for 2 bucks, graphic tees for 4 bucks, shorts for $6, and jeans for $8. Right now, get the best kids' styles at kid-size prices. Just 2 4 6 and $8. Can't wait to wear it? Buy online and pick up in-store free today. Up to 60% off all kids and baby styles now at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 729-811. Select styles. Excludes in-store Welcome everyone to episode 243 of the NBA podcast. I'm Brian Teporek. Free agency has been officially underway for about 15 minutes and the entire NBA has changed. So we're going to hit on all of the deals that have been reported so far. I'm sure there are going to be more that break as we are recording and you'll get some live reactions to those as well. Before we get to all of that, a reminder that you can follow us on Twitter at the NBA pod. In our bio, you can find our Twitter handles. So give us a follow as well. You can also find us on iTunes and wherever else podcasts are found. On iTunes, please subscribe, download, leave some five-star reviews. It really helps us out. And we're now being hosted on Spreaker. So check them out on Twitter at Spreaker. Joining me today, as always, is my very stable genius of a co-host, Morton Jensen. How's it going, Mort? I'm not very stable right now, Brian. <laughs> Neither is the NBA. Yeah, I'll yeah. say. So let's just start with the biggest story right off the bat. The Brooklyn Nets. Who oh. oh, I thought we... you were going to go with Terry Rozier. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, we'll get to Terry <laughs> Rozier. Don't worry, Charlotte fans. If you if you need some slander, it's coming. Um, we talked about the Nets earlier this week in our episode we recorded Tuesday. And kind of the dilemma about do you, especially with the Kyrie-D'Angelo Russell dilemma, do you upgrade with Kyrie knowing the chemistry concerns or whatever? Do you take that gamble? The Nets did. They got Kyrie Irving on a four-year max deal with a fourth-year player option. They also got Kevin Durant on a four-year max deal. And they're bringing in Garrett Temple, two years, $10 million with the second-year team option. That's going to be with the room exception, presumably. It hasn't officially been reported, but it makes sense. It's, it's going to be that way. And DeAndre Jordan is also going to the Nets. Again, no details on the contract, but... Barring a major surprise, he's just going to sign a veteran minimum deal. Those can't be longer than two years, so we don't know if it's a one- or two-year deal, but all of those guys going to the Nets. So, mm. Mort, I assume you have them as your biggest early winner of free agency? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Obviously, just due to the name recognition and the talent, I'm still very skeptical of the Kevin Durant injury. Mm-hmm. I mean... If I was a fan of a team, I would really be flop sweating a lot right now if I just signed <laughs> Durant to a max contract. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, I'm not the biggest Kyrie fan in the world. I think he can't be a problem in the locker room. But having said that, you just you can't go against the amount of just raw and pure talent that you just yeah. got there. You got two bona fide championship players, um, both of whom have the game to really be MVP candidates. It's it's remarkable, honestly. And then you know DeAndre Jordan, 
is a very, very flawed basketball player. So I like the fact that they got him on a vet minimum instead of, you know, a deal like $20 million or $24 million or whatever the hell he got last year. Right. Um, this seems very reasonable. Garrett Temple, love it. Like He's mm-hmm. just such a stabilizing force in this league. Uh, can come mm-hmm. in and play off the ball. Yeah, I mean, so far, biggest winners... I'm not. I'm not there where I'm just saying it's gonna be. It's gonna work out. It's gonna be fantastic. But obviously, I mean, it's undeniable in terms of what yeah. they got. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand the hesitation, especially given the severity of KD's injury and the chemistry concerns with Kyrie. But I said it Tuesday, and I stand by it. It's a swing you have to take. You that was, the Nets' one major flaw was a lack of top tier star talent. They have that now. And yeah, there's risk involved, but the upside is so enormous. They very well could win two of the next three titles because of what they just did on June 30th, 2019. Yeah. No, it I mean, surprise me at all. No, I, and I'm not saying that they won't have a shot at it. I'm just saying that a lot of things I feel have to go right at the same time. Like Durant has to show that he is, he is at least, what, 70% of the player he used to be when he comes back. Kyrie has to on some level mature and not make yeah. an enemy out of everyone he meets literally. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's, it's perfectly, uh, there, there's absolutely a scenario where it works. By the way, we, we should just mention to our listeners that while we're recording, we, I, like you just said at the top of the show, we're just 15, now 20 minutes into free agency. So, you know, deals are still coming in. And while you were talking, the, the magic just signed Alpha Rook Amino to three years, 29 million. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would assume because they're keeping. So they also re-signed Terrence Ross at four years, fifty-four million, and I I haven't seen anything official for Vooch, but it's no. But Vooch like just tweeted. Vooch tweeted, "Here back. we go." Yeah, he he's coming back. So I mean, yeah. and the and the word was, what a hundred million over four years? Yeah, something around there. Okay. Oh man. So. So I would assume for Alfaruk Aminu is going to take up their whole non-tax pyramid level exception. Sounds about right. That's a big loss for Portland. Yeah, that is a big loss for Portland. Um, huh. I mean, it's not an awful value for Orlando, but I just I he's best suited at the four now, mm-hmm. as is Aaron Gordon, as is Jonathan Isaac. So their 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 front court logjam continues. Yeah gets even worse someone should just free aaron gordon maybe that's what they're planning to yeah i hope so that would be nice yeah because otherwise like they're just gonna have a starting lineup of nothing but threes and fours and fives yeah well they want they looked at philly and decided hey we can go big too right right clearly i guess so yeah (laughs) yeah hey you don't need shooting no doesn't need shooting either we're good we'll just oh man Okay, um, so yeah, so Brooklyn, I, I love it. I mean, I, I just think it's a risk you have to take. Uh, yeah. Kemba to Boston is also official. It's unclear whether it's going to be a sign-in trade or not. It sounds like there may be some complicated three-team sign-in trade with Kemba to Boston, Kyrie to Brooklyn, and then Terry Rogier to the Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> we will get yeah. to Terry Rogier momentarily. Yes, uh, yes, please do that, yeah. Potentially... If they make this work, in theory, they may be able to retain Al Horford, too. So I 
I almost can't give a full grade on the Kemba signing. I mean, either way, it's a great move. But mm-hmm. if they could somehow work out this three-team sign-in trade, also keep Horford and have the mid-level, that's really, really, really good. So yeah. it's like TBD on the Celtics. Can we uh, please talk about Tara Rochier now? Yeah, because what the... I mean, three years, $58 million, all guaranteed. Let, let me just read you some numbers, please. Please. Okay. So this is Charlotte's cap situation next season for their five highest paid players, okay? Oh, no. Nick Batum, $25.5 million. Bismack okay. Biombo, $17 million. Marvin okay. Williams, $15 million. Cody yeah. Seller, $14.4 million. And Michael Kidd Gilchrist, $13 million. Now you have to slot in <laughs> Terry Rozier. <laughs> that that means that you have six players yeah. who are earning way more than thirteen million, and none of them are a difference maker. Oh, I'm finding this hilarious. I'm so sorry. This, no. I mean, look, the the worst. I mean, when we were talking about the consequences of losing Kemba, right? We right. were talking about the worst case scenario being that the Hornets would just lose an asset. Now they're turning that into a drastically overpaid long-term player where you're just sitting there thinking, like, you actually found a way to make your cap situation worse. And and here's the thing. I have a couple people in my mentions who say, well, you know what, Terry Rozier might be good. Guess what? That's a problem. If he's, like, decent... Then they don't bottom out, and then they're gonna f- find themselves with yet another like top eleven, top twelve draft pick. That's not gonna mm-hmm. move the needle any, and then they're just gonna be stuck. Like <laughs> there's, there's no positive outcome of this. None. The only positive outcome is that he puts out he puts up numbers on a very very bad team. They tank because they have no one now. They get good draft picks, and then they can flip him in two years on an expiring contract. Yeah. But otherwise, it makes no. But sense. how likely is that? Yeah. No, I don't. It's. I don't understand it. Even, who are they bidding against? That I, I have mean, no idea. The Phoenix, Phoenix Suns, maybe. But, I, I just I I like they I think they could only have about fourteen million, um, in cap space with the Ubre hold on their books. So Charlotte overpaid by a few million? Yeah. Yeah. At least like a few million per year. I mean, I get like I guess they just saw his playoff run a co- 2 years ago and figured, yeah, sure. We you know, we were talking about it last episode. Maybe he can get back to that point as a starter. Maybe he works better as a starter, but 20 million dollars a year on him basically is whew. No, it's it's ridiculous. It's yeah. I have no words. I only have laughs. I'm so sorry. Yeah. But by the way, um, you guys might be getting Malcolm Brockton. I see that. that in a silence rate. That doesn't make any sense. No, I, I'm sitting here literally thinking, what are they sending out? But and in the meantime, while I was wondering that, <clears throat> Daniel House. I'm not sure. It's not Daniel. It's Daniel. I can't pronounce yeah, it. Uh, Daniel, yeah. I would guess. Daniel House has agreed to a three-year deal with the Rockets for $11.1 million. I love that. That's great yeah. value. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Brogdon thing is weird just because 
they would have to be they would be hard capped if they got him and right because it's a sign and trade right and so that would almost imply that one of Jimmy or Tobias is also gone oh man I mean you guys could really risk having a weird off season yeah yeah I oh. also have no faith in the front office to execute side of trade successfully. So. Yeah, no kidding. No, it's it's huh. it's been bad since, um, yeah, since Hingy left was After, fired. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, Danny Green on the Mavs um, talks are heating up there. Apparently, Ooh, I would like that. Okay. Yeah, okay. that makes sense. Let's talk about your Bulls, Mort. Thaddeus Young, three years, $41 million. I mean, look, Thad is wonderful. Really, really good player. Um, Strong defensively, very disciplined. Uh, Not really sure about the fit. Signed for three years, $41 million. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's... You and I actually talked about this very briefly before we started recording. Like, Thad is like a full-time four right now. He's 31 years old. He's not as... As, as quick on his feet as he used to be. And I'm just kind of sitting there going, how do you really justify playing him exclusively at the four when you have Markinen and Carter Jr. up front? That, that seems... I mean, unless you're just running like a three-man rotation and you want to play Markinen more as center so you use him as a backup center. Right. But even so, it seems like a stretch. And that's, that's still a significant chunk of change. I mean... Yeah. Yeah, it just, it, I didn't understand, because they were linked with Julius Randle as well, and they were linked with some other big. Holy crap. I'm so sorry, Brian. Yeah, I saw too. That's terrible. That's that's awful, right? <laughs> Ricky Rubio, three years, $51 million with the Phoenix Suns. Of course the Suns, of course. Jeez. Holy Toledo, that's, that's $10 million more than Thad Young. For the same real bad. years. Oh, this is that's horrible. Oh, we got a couple coming in now. Bojan Bogdanovic, four years, seventy-three million with the Utah Jazz, which means Derek Favors is gone. Um, and who was the other one? Jeremy Lamb, three years, thirty-one point five million to the Indiana Pacers. I love that. God, Charlotte lost its two best players. Oh, and Malcolm Brockton has agreed to a deal with Indiana. An offer sheet. I have to believe so. Well, I, I'm not even seeing that one yet. Shams. Yeah, no, no, it's it, they're coming in a flurry right now. Huh. Oh, interesting. And, huh. I mean, Bo- oh, Bogdanovich, $73 million, as you just mentioned, that's... Yeah. That's, yeah. I, I mean, it's a lot of money, but he's a good player. I, of course. I, Utah is a... That's an excellent fit. But Lamb, three years and thirty-one and a half. That's like that's tremendous value for Jeremy Lamb. Yeah, the Sixers should have been in on that if they could have. Oh, not just the Sixers. Like seventeen yeah. teams should have been in on this. Yeah, that's really good, man. Good I for mean, Indiana. Yeah, and Jeremy, you need to fire your agent. This is like that's horrible. I wonder if they're going to use Oladipo as their full-time point guard then. Oh, oh! Like in a James Harden-like setup where he controls the pace. Oh, I like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they the Magic used him as a point guard initially early in his career. It didn't really work out, but he's mature now and like seems to be uh, just yeah way ahead of the curve. But I mean, if they get Malcolm Brockton as well, yeah, yeah, I like it. 
<laughs> Kellen Olson says the Phoenix Suns have a point guard, which is like the best analysis yeah, I've seen. That is not. I. Oh my god, it's so bad. Uh, oh. Let's hit- of all the sounds you'll hear this summer. This might be your new favorite. You're blending up the new chocolate chip iced cap at Tim Hortons. Real chocolate chips blended into an iced cap for a sweet summer treat. It's Tim Hortons frozen take on a cappuccino. And it just might be the best sound of summer. Hurry into Tim Hortons for the new chocolate chip iced cap. Limited time at participating restaurants. Of all the sounds you'll hear this summer... This might be your new favorite. You're blending up the new chocolate chip iced cap at Tim Hortons. Real chocolate chips blended into an iced cap for a sweet summer treat. It's Tim Hortons frozen take on a cappuccino. And it just might be the best sound of summer. Hurry into Tim Hortons for the new chocolate chip iced cap. Limited time at participating restaurants. Let's hit Sacramento. They got Harrison Barnes. We had the reaction last time, but the details have come out. It's four years, $85 million, declining each year, which both yeah. of which makes it better than what we thought a few days ago. Yeah. Oh, uh, and we... Yeah. Sorry, we just have a figure on Brockton. Oh, how much? 80, $85 million over four Ooh. years with Indiana. Oh, Indiana is trading a first round and two future second round draft picks to the Milwaukee Bucks from Malcolm Brockton. Wow, so he's gone. He's gone. Wow. Good for Indiana. Huh. So they have Lamb, Brogdon, and Oladipo now. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. You know what that means? That means they have some scoring, Brian. Wow. Yeah. Finally. And you add, I mean, geez, you still have... Turner Sabonis, oh, and uh, and Goga Bitaze. Yeah, right. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Sorry to cut you off, but it's no, it's good, one of those episodes. Yep. Um. Well, so the Kings also got three years, forty million for Dwayne Dedman, everyone's favorite mid-level target, who is never <laughs> actually a mid-level target. That's great value, by the way. Yeah, I, I love it. That was, you know, that I think that's much smarter for them than. A hundred million for Al Horford or whatever. Yeah. Um. And who? Oh, Trevor Ariza, two years, twenty-five million. Which is like okay. I mean, they want to win right now. That's yeah, pretty apparent. The bag. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's fine. Like Deadman is what thirty, twenty-nine, thirty. So yeah. like that's a win now move as well. Like it's yep. it's okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, the Kings are, like they could be a playoff team next year. Yeah. Yeah. I I I, I don't think that's far fetched. Yeah, because, I, I mean, Deadman is legitimately good, and it gives them a little bit of time. You know, they have um, Bagley and Giles, who should be their front court of the future, but now they have that veteran presence in there. If they're mm. not comfortable with Bagley playing the five full-time yet, they can have Deadman in there, Bagley at the four to start off. You can shift Bagley the five when Deadman goes to the bench, put Giles at the four, or vice versa. Like, there's a lot of... A lot of versatility there. Ariza's, you know, he <laughs> mailed it in last year with the Suns and slightly less with the Wizards, but he's a good player. He's a nice shooter off the bench. I I don't think Sacramento... Honestly, them not giving out an egregious four-year deal is a win for them. Yeah, agreed. Um, 
Who else? J.J. Redick to the New Orleans Pelicans. Two years, $26.5 million. I mean, Just I like it. Phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal for the Pelicans. It's Right now, it, it's a two-exec race for executive of the year, and it is David Griffin and Sean Marks, and that's it. Yeah. Oh, you're not you're not going to include <laughs> Rob Palinka if Kawhi signs? <laughs> no, I will not. <laughs> in in no way whatsoever. Um, but yeah, I mean, great great value for the Pelicans. They really really needed shooting around Lonzo and Zion in particular. And you're not going to find a better shooter on the market than yeah, and JJ Redick. So, that's pretty good. No, I, I love it. I mean, you get a positive veteran influence as well because he's, you know, he, he's one of the most beloved teammates in the NBA as well. Just sure. a, a hardcore professional who can shoot, who isn't selfish by any means, who is willing to teach and who's willing to, you know, put his arm around guys. I, I just love his energy and I love the way that he uh, conducts himself. And, and putting him alongside, alongside Sion especially and also uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker. I, I, I just, I love it. I mean, you're mm-hmm. bringing in a mentor who is still going to be extremely effective for you. Like you talked about that in the last episode. Like J.J. Redick has had career highs over the past two years. Mm-hmm. Like he's still very, very productive. So yeah. you're, you're, getting, you're paying for more than just a player and a mentor. You're paying for someone who can also come in and, yeah, just kill people off of screens which is great i mean they needed shooting like you said so this is the best of both worlds for sure no i I love it i love it for the pelicans it's a big loss for the sixers we'll see there it's been strangely quiet on the jimmy and tobias front which i say knowing that you know i say that now and jimmy's gonna leave in five minutes based on (laughs) how the last half hour has been going yeah um but it's a big loss either way it's gonna be hard to replace his his shooting for sure and that's a gigantic issue for a team that is built around two guys who either can't shoot or are not great at shooting. And we have a new deal coming in, and I kind of like it. I actually really like it. Thomas Bryant has agreed to a three-year, $25 million to return to the Wizards. Yeah, that's a good value. That is very good value because he's, what, 21, I want to say? 21, 21 22? Yeah. 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 I mean, that's great. So, so yeah, there, are, there have been some overpays. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. but there have also been some really good market value here. Yeah, I mean, Lamb, I think, so far is the one that jumps out to me as the best yeah. value. Yeah. Not counting, like, Max guy, you know, Max guys don't count, because, of course, they're they're all underpaid. Right. Or at least at least the guys who deserve Max contracts are underpaid. But, yeah, that, that one's a good one. Derek Rose to Detroit, two years, $15 million. Yeah, whatever. I have nice to say about it. No, fine. I mean, I'm not really sure what Detroit is trying to accomplish with that. It yeah. seems a little bit irrelevant. Yeah, a first-round yeah. playoff knockout. That's what they're trying to accomplish. Yeah, I, I, I'm not really getting it. So this can't be right. Uh, Portland and Damian Lillard have reached an agreement on a four-year, $94 million Supermax extension. That does not seem right. That's Chris Haynes. No, 194 Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure because that would have been a steal otherwise. But that, we kind of knew <laughs> yeah. that coming in. Um, right. And oh, Kristaps! Did we mention Kristaps? 
Uh, we're we're gonna get to the guys coming back in a second. All right, perfect. Let's let's get through the rest of the guys who are new. Uh, we hit okay. We hit all the Brooklyn guys already. So tell us about Nicolo Melli. Two years, eight million to the Pelicans. I'm not an expert on him, but I have seen him here and there. It, you know, a, a Walmart version of Nikola Mirotic really <laughs> <clears throat> can spot up. Uh, I mean, he, he, you're not asking him to be a playmaker or handle the basketball. You're asking him to set screens and pop or roll, uh, pop away from the basket, roll towards the basket, and to finish plays. Like, he's not the guy who initiates it. He's the guy who finishes plays. You're mm-hmm. basically asking him to come in and be a scorer. He can shoot a little from the post. I, I feel he's better when he's popping instead of rolling. Uh, but here's the thing. The NBA just has more spacing, and sometimes that just unlocks players. So mm-hmm. maybe. Um, but but he's certainly a guy you can count on to make shots. Take and make shots. Like, he's a shot maker. And for, for New Orleans to get him for two years, eight million total, I think that's fine. Like, that's a perfectly reasonable gamble. That's perfectly yeah. all right. Yeah. I, I like okay. it. And he's, you know, 28, so he'll come in with some pedigree. He's a professional, obviously. Uh, yeah, uh, English is good. I, I don't see a problem. Well, I mean, okay. this matters. It, it yeah. matters. Yeah. Um, I would assume, based on that value, that they're going to use the room mid-level to re-sign him instead of dipping yeah. into their cap space, but we haven't heard either way. So. No, I, I, I'm guessing that's absolutely correct. Yeah, well, we'll see there. Um... Okay, so those are all the guys so far who have been on new teams. Which which is your? I think we you agree that Lamb is probably the best value so far. Yeah, I I okay. think so. Let me just go through them real quick here again because she, I I I I mean there are a lot of names, Brian. <laughs> I know. I know. And and while I I mean I will say this, DeAndre Jordan on a minimum. Sure. I know that I'm not a fan of, of DeAndre in that sense, but and, and on a minimum, that's great value. I mean, that's undeniable. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think Lamb takes the cake. Yeah, I, I like agree it. with that. Yeah. Uh, which is the worst so far? <laughs> I mean, Tara Rochier, come on. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm really, I'm really not there for for his contract. I'm really not. I I I mean, I hope he proves me wrong yeah but i'm not there and i and you know i get that harrison barnes contract gets better because it declines in value mm-hmm. that's perfectly reasonable mm-hmm. but i should i still wouldn't pay harrison barnes 85 million over four years yeah i mean it's not the end of the i think there are definitely right. worse deals that have been handed out but it's certainly not a great value yeah um, you know what is a great value? What? Jonas Valanciunas. Yeah. Okay. So let, let's go into the guys returning. Have we heard? We haven't heard officially Clay yet, have we? No, but it's pretty much uh, presumed, assumed. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're assuming Clay comes back on a five-year max deal, which the Warriors had no choice, especially. I mean, regardless of what KD did, they were going to be worse this year no matter what, just because... Even if they kept KD, he would have been out the whole year. Clay's going to miss most of the year. They should just treat this basically as a punt year and then look toward 2020 as their their reload. But they have some tough decisions coming up because Draymond's up for an extension this summer. He'll be a free agent next year. 
Mm-hmm. Iguodala will be a free agent next year. So, I mean, I think as long as Steph and Clay are together, and it seems like they will be for most, if not all, of their respective careers, you're going to have the best shooting backcourt in NBA history. But there are right. some bigger-term questions for the Warriors to ponder here because you know the, the days of them being the overwhelming title favorite coming into the season where you said they ruined the NBA – those are probably over. Yes. And here's the thing. I, I Are we absolutely certain that Iggy is going to continue his career after his deal is up? No. I mean, he's getting up there. He's going to be 35 if he's not already. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. Yeah. So that would clear up some money. I, I'm still not in the Max Draymond uh, boat. I know yeah. a lot of people are, but I'm, I'm not there. Um, uh-huh. Oh. Oh. New, new deal. Rodney Hood agrees to return to the Portland Trailblazers two years, $16 million. Really? Yeah. Deals, huh. Deal includes a player option, so he's probably okay. going to be on the market again next year if he has a good season. So, yeah. That's smart of him. Yeah, I free like it. Market. Yeah, the free agent market's going to suck next year. Yeah. <laughs> he could make some real money. I, I think that's fine. I mean, yeah. Well, who, who are we talking about? I'm sorry. Uh, Clay or the Warriors. There we go. We can, the, yeah, yeah, the <laughs> the Warriors. So I saw a tweet which was pretty interesting. Apparently, they were trying to get into uh, the D'Angelo Russell sweepstakes. Oh, I, I don't think that was right. I don't. I think, oh, okay. Uh, someone. Was... No, I was I was pretty sure it was someone with a very uh, verified mark. But okay. Oh really? I, yeah. I saw someone like tweeting an aggregated Brian Windhorst quote about that, where it was like. They're hoping to create, like, sign and trade Durant, create a large trade exception so they could accept someone right. to possibly wrestle into it. But uh, So someone got bamboozled. Okay, fair enough. And that included me. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it happens, but I think it was, from what I saw, it was uh, just a kind of mis-aggregation. That's fair. However, that, was a- that would actually be interesting. Like, that's, I kind of feel that yeah. the Warriors should be thinking a little bit outside the box. Like, Kevin Durant is no longer there. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the guys are getting older. Like, Curry is, what, 31? Yeah. Yeah, he's from 1988. Right. Yeah, yeah. Draymond, I mean, he, he really, he lost, what, 25 pounds. Like, he looked somewhat explosive again. Uh, but are we sure that he can maintain that? Are we sure that he can maintain the energy level? I, I'm... Mm-hmm. I'm kind of uncertain of that. We don't really know what Clay is going to be like when he returns from the ACL tear. Hopefully, he'll be the exact same Clay as he's always been, but we're not mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. So, solidifying that roster a little bit with a little bit more of some young guys, I would I would kind of love to see that. Just get mm-hmm. not a complete youth movement in there, but I, you know what I want them to do? I want them to mimic what Portland is doing. Like they have their set core who are in win-now mode, but they have like four or five, five actually, five young players on the bench that can really turn into something. I like that. I think that's a smart play, and I think that's the route they should be go- be going. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, I've you know me, I was pretty weirded out by the fact that they didn't say Carson Edwards in the draft. Mm-hmm. Like, that would have made sense to me. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I think this presents an opportunity for them to really look at their roster and try to evaluate what's the next step because i think they have to make something else happen if they want to get back to the finals yeah totally agree hi it's jamie progressive's employee of the month two months in a row leave a message at the 
Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Um, the Bucks. So they lose Brogdon, but they bring Chris Middleton back at five years, one seventy-eight million, which is yeah. about twelve million less than his max. They gave him a fifth-year player option as a result. They also got Brooke Lopez back, four years, fifty-two million, mm. and. I think we talked about it last episode, maybe, about the Tony Snell trade and how the whole point of it was to open up more salary cap space so they could re-sign Brooke Lopez because otherwise they were going to be limited to the non-taxpayer mid-level. Well, right. Look what happened. They yeah. had, you know, they. I, we don't know how the deal is structured, whether it's just a flat 13 for all four years or if it starts kind of closer to 12 and moves up. Either way, they wouldn't have had the room to sign him to this deal had they not made the Tony Snell trade. So there's your explanation for why they did that. I'd say Brooke Lopez is slightly more important to their chances of winning a title next year than mm. Tony Snell. I, I have a question for you. And, and I, you know, you and I, we are Chris Middleton stands. So this yep. is not going to reflect poorly on him at all. But I'm just, I'm just going to ask you straight up. Is Chris Middleton worth almost 100 million more than Malcolm Brockton? No, 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 no. Well, I mean, it's an extra year, but still. Yeah, I get the extra year, but I, yeah. But you know what I mean, though. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I mean, that, how many times do we have to say it? Like, there are too many guys. Yeah, he's not a full max, but it's a pretty close to a full max. Yeah. And is Chris Middleton a top 20 NBA player? Debatable. I would probably say he's no just off the top of my head like maybe but uh, on a good day but i mean yeah, at, at, sure. yeah like it, the fact the very fact that, that that is debatable that he's not is right kind of the giveaway yeah right it implies he should be closer you know even five years 150 is more reasonable i will say this seeing him give them that discount the Sixers, I'm assuming the fact that we haven't heard anything about Tobias Harris since 547 or 647 and they were supposed to meet with him right away. Mm. Something tells me they went into that meeting with the Shams or the Woj tweet saying <laughs> Middleton took $12 million less than the max. And we're like, hey, uh, so <laughs> we're not going to give you the five-year max. Go, yeah. find a, you know, go find a team that will give you the four-year max and maybe we'll budge. But Chris Middleton took a little bit less. You need to as well. <laughs> yeah, and that's after the report coming out that they may not have offered Jimmy the full four-year yeah. max? Yeah, that one. If that's true, the Sixers owners, all the slander they're going to catch is completely deserved. Yeah, that's justified. Yeah, Because yeah. what's the point of trading for him? I agree. It, like, you knew he was going to get a four-year max this summer. Yeah. Or close to it. 
So yeah, send all your angry e- emails to Will Smith. <laughs> I wish. I Will Smith would probably do a better job running the team. I actually, I was actually about to type out a tweet about that before we started yeah. going on, but I was, I thought I would just upset too many Philly fans who at this moment are not really uh, inclined to <laughs> to be humorous. So there were, it seems like Sixers Twitter is mildly on edge with yeah. having lost Reddick and heard nothing about. Yeah. <laughs> Butler and Tobias. We'll get to Butler in a little bit. But actually, you know, I was just reminded, I never wrapped up my thoughts about Thaddeus Young. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, just real quick. You know, despite the whole lock jam up front, Mm -hmm. I kind of like the addition just from a talent perspective. Sure. Like, he's a good player, and he's one of those really tough-nosed guys. Like, he'll, he'll dive on the floor. Doesn't matter that he's a 31 and he's made, you know, a ton of money in his career. Like, he'll dive on the floor. He will scrap the hell out of you. And I think that type of fight is something that rubs off on, on younger players. Mm. That's yeah. that's an asset for him. And it's also partly why, I, I mean, I love Dwayne Detman regardless, but that's also why I love the Detman uh, acquisition in, in, in Sacramento, because yeah. that's a young team. Now you have a guy who's just, you know, he actually came from a young team in Atlanta. He's mm-hmm. he's he's also growing as a leader and as, you know, a mentor. So he comes into Sacramento. He's He plays hard all the time. He's clever. He's really smart at reading the floor. And he'll take guys aside. He'll point out stuff. I mean, there are a lot of these veteran moves. I really did, Brian. Yeah. No, I mean, Thad's a really, I love him. He's a good player. It's not a complete overpay. Yeah, um, I mean he'll be a good locker room leader, and it sounds like you know he'll he'll get a spot right on the leadership council. That'll be good. <laughs> he'll prevent any insurrection. Um, no, I mean he's he's a very good player, and in theory, my my only question or concern is how he fits in the front court rotation because I also think Otto Porter could have played some four. Yeah. So. I just, you know, trying to figure out how they divvy up minutes between, obviously, Markkanen, Wendell Carter Jr., now Thad. I would assume, I guess maybe they just do Markkanen and Wendell Carter, divide 48 minutes at center between those two, and then you free up a little bit more room at the four for Thad and and Otto. But I wouldn't want to see Thad playing very much three. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a little bit difficult to get it to work, but maybe they're just uh, maybe they're getting ahead of it because they know they've had a lot of injury issues. Like Markin has never played, I, I mean, seventy games in a season. Carter only played forty four in his rookie season. Mm-hmm. You know, players usually go down when they when they're in Chicago for some reason. Yeah. Um, so maybe they're just as sick as it sounds. Maybe they're just banking on that in that sense. Mm-hmm. But you just this is a security blanket, like. Yeah. They know the past. They know that they have a tendency of their guys getting hurt. And they're just going, you know what? If that happens, we have someone who can step in and play a ton of minutes if necessary. Sure. A very durable player, even. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. that, that makes total sense. Also, it looks like Bobby Marks just said on the jump that the sign-in trade nonsense between Boston, Charlotte, and Brooklyn is dead. Cited the Nets' lack of incentive as reasoning. So, as best I can tell, that means Horford... Mm-hmm cannot re-sign in Boston because they're using cap space to sign Kemba. So we haven't heard where Horford's going, but it seems like he's probably gone. 
But that also means the Terror of Sheer can be signed. Right? Hmm. They didn't have the cap space. Yeah, I don't know. Unless they somehow dump a lot of salary, because, yeah, he's above the non-taxpayer. Well, maybe, I wonder if they can do just a two-team sign-and-trade. I don't know. Yeah, well, <laughs> we'll have to figure out what's going on with that. That's interesting. So, basically, if Boston was the team, was it Boston that or, or Brooklyn that decided they didn't want part of it? I don't even remember. Bro- Brooklyn didn't because there was no incentive for them to do it. All right, so if Brooklyn pulled out of this and the entire deal is dead in that sense, mm-hmm. the Brooklyn Nets could just have saved Charlotte, theoretically, from a piss-poor mistake. Yeah. Well, I wonder if... Uh, yeah, I mean, well, I guess we'll see. Interesting. Yeah. Kristaps Porzingis, yeah. five years, 180 or 58.3, the full max, fully guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the one, right? Mm-hmm. He hasn't played, or well, when he takes the court, it would have been 20, was it 20 or 21 months? Because he tore it, I think, in early February 2018, I believe. Yeah. So almost two years without playing basketball, mm-hmm. at seven foot three. Woo! I mean, you you brought up I think the Joel Embiid contract, mm-hmm. like in terms of just making it as incentive heavy as possible. Right. Right. Yeah, pro- I probably would have gone that route instead. This mm-hmm. I I kind of look at this as a gamble. I really do. I, I and I'm I hope that Porzingis returns and is fully healthy and productive and all that, but. I'm kind of nervous about it. I yeah. knew he was getting it. I, right. I, I mean, we we all knew, but at the same yeah. time, there there are a few things there. I mean, yeah. not having played in almost two years, being the size that he is, and nothing, and everything is guaranteed. This, uh, let me just put, put it this way: I'm glad Luca is only twenty. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I it could work out very well for them. Yeah. You know, I mean, they might have. Two cornerstones in Luca and Kristaps. It's just, yeah, there should be some concern over whether Kristaps can stay healthy. Like, we all saw the Instagram picture the other day where it looks like he's jacked. That's great. But we'll we see what happens. I mean, I, I still assume, even though the deal is agreed to and reported on, they're going to spend the rest of their cap space first. He has a $17.1 million cap hold. So mm. they're going to spend that first and then re-sign him because his max is a little bit over $27 million. So it's a $10 million difference if you sign him first before using the rest of your cap space. So they're still, I think, I haven't run the numbers since the NBA released the actual salary cap, but they, they were in the ballpark of a potential uh, max contract. They weren't far, far removed from it. I don't think they're going to go that route, but we'll see. Um, yep. They also gave Dwight Powell a three-year, $33 million extension, which seems f- a little high, but fine. Yeah, it's it's not awful. I I just, I don't really see the point of Powell. Maybe that's it. Yeah, I mean, it just depends on if you're paying him to be your starting center, that's one thing. If you're paying him 10 or $11 million a year to be your backup, that seems a little iffy. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I mean, look, that then I would rather go out and sign Ed Davis. Yeah, yeah. For, for very, sure. very cheap instead. By the way, Keith Smith, our buddy Keith Smith, Uh-oh. Boston and Charlotte will, sti- will still complete a, a double sign and trade involving Walker and Rozier. So the Brooklyn was just cut out. Okay, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Hornets fans, you're still screwed. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, I figured that would probably be the place. The, huh? Okay, but I I would assume that still means they can't keep Horford in theory. No, I, because if that's if that's a sign and trade, hard caps them, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And I would think. Oh, maybe I guess because Kemba's subject to the whole base year compensation stuff. Yeah. Unless the Celtics are under the cap. And Rogier, he he's getting like 18 million or something like that. I wonder if the way they set it up, if the way they set up Rogier's salary avoids any base year compensation issues. Mm. I don't know. My brain is fried. I can't I can't yeah. think that through right now. No, I I know where you're trying. I know where you're heading, but I agree yeah. with you. Like the numbers right now are just <laughs> piling up. Right. Yeah. It's just it's just, uh, it's that Zach Galifianakis gift where they're just all flying in front of your face. Right yeah. Now. <laughs> so, can we just take a minute and talk about Utah? I know that, you know, the yeah. deal for for Bogdanovich. Yeah, it it was pretty rich. Sure. But at the same time, like he's a great player and Look, Utah can score the ball now. Yeah, you like I wrote after the Conley trade that they were a potential Finals contender in the West. I I feel even more strongly about that now. I agree, and I know it's we're gonna get slander for it because Utah fans get triggered pretty easily on Twitter, it seems, and so you know you're you're naturally conditioned to. Be like, ah, screw Utah, they're terrible, whatever. Rudy Gobert is French Roy Hibbert. But they had where is their weakness? Um, I don't see one anymore. No, I mean their weakness is probably Bogdanovich's defense, but I Yeah, I guess I mean so. that's yeah, but but at, at the same time it's 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 not like he's you know, some horrific one way player solely right. i mean right like he's a fine positional defender he doesn't overwhelm you one-on-one but i mean in, in today's league when you really look at the elite talent they will always beat the best defenders one-on-one either way mm-hmm. so it's it's a moot point yeah i don't I, I don't really see a lot of weaknesses in in utah maybe depth yeah yeah i mean they still have exum off the bench i would assume they'll keep royce o'neill yeah, but I was thinking about the durability of Exum, though. Yeah, oh, right, right. Yeah, I, I, I'm just saying that counts if you're going to you play maybe 100 games in a season because of the uh, the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, here we go. So Albert Nimaj just tweeted about the Hornets thing again. They could still execute a two-team sign-in trade where the Celtics take Kemba in the cap room and the Hornets acquire Terry Rozier and trade match to BYC adjusted salary of Walker. So yeah, it's yeah. it's a uh, the way they set up Rozier's salary. God, <laughs> they still overpaid him, but 
because it could have been 17, 17.9 instead of 16.4. But yeah, I mean, the, the way the way I'm reading that means if they're if the Celtics are taking Kemba into cap room, that means they have to renounce Horford. So it seems like he is gone unless maybe he takes the non-taxpayer mid-level, but based on the whole, like, he has a mystery suitor for $100 million, it seems unlikely. Yeah. How much money do they ma- do the Mavs have? Do they sp- they spend on Dwight Powell and Porzingis, and that's it, the, right? The Powell thing starts next year, so that doesn't affect. Oh yeah, that was an extension, yet. right? Yeah, I think they're around. They're above thirty million, or they could be around thir- above thirty million, I believe. So, yeah, they're still lurking. I think the Pelicans are now out because Redick takes them down to less than twenty. The Kings yeah. are probably well. The Kings are definitely out because. Um, yeah, they signed both of Reese and Detman. Yep. So and, oh, and of course re-signed Harrison Barnes. Right, too. right, yeah. right. Yeah. So I would assume the Mavericks are the favorites, but there's been a lot of chatter about Horford and Philly. Yeah. So we'll. I mean, I guess we'll see what happens with. I'm not really seeing the logic there, but okay. I don't at all either, but. Then again, they just let Reddit go for $13 billion, so... Yeah. Get to Old Navy for the biggest sale of the year. Up to 60% off all back-to-school styles for kids and baby. Get flip-flops for 2 bucks, graphic tees for 4 bucks, shorts for $6, and jeans for $8. Right now, get the best kids' styles at kid-size prices. Just 2 4 6 and $8. Can't wait to wear it? Buy online and pick up in-store free today. Up to 60% off all kids' and baby styles. Now at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 729-811. Select styles. Excludes in-store clear. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Old moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart thank you progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates discounts not available in all states or situations so so i was actually coming up with the name we were talking about uh utah right before mm-hmm. how would you like if utah signed jabari parker on the very very cheap because he seems to be one of those guys who'll just fall through the cracks yeah I don't just like a- the room exception I was just, I was thinking even less than that, but fine. Let's even go with oh. the room. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, cause I, I would think he'll want more than a min deal, at least. I think he'll find more than a min. Well, the, the Knicks are there with $70 million in space. They have to spend it on someone. Yeah, but, but I mean, a guy like him to come off the bench, yeah, to play you know both forward positions and even a little bit of center, actually. Mm-hmm. Can dribble, can pass, can shoot a little bit. It's not, you know, it's truly a black hole who doesn't defend at all so i mean that's an issue but at that value like you can live with it yeah no i I like that i like that i think that's the kind of players that they should be looking for and i I mean not necessarily jabari parker in the nutshell but i mean just players who can have who have the potential to outproduce their contracts right yeah oh clippers are also lurking as a horford possible horford landing spot Mm. oh we didn't even talk about uh Kawhi leonard yet well, because we haven't seen anything, have we? No, but that's the, that's what we need to talk about. Yeah, I mean that that's the one big domino still to fall, and I 
I wonder if that's part of the reason we haven't heard much from Jimmy or Tobias yet. Yeah. Because, like, if if the Lakers get Kawhi, Jimmy and Tobias have no more leverage. Right. The Clippers reportedly do not want to go after, if they don't get a big-name guy in KD, they obviously missed on. So there's, you know, there's talk about, like, maybe the Clippers want to pair Jimmy and Kawhi. Mm. Um, I, I'm sorry, I, I'm I'm getting a slight chubby because... <laughs> right, right. Yeah. No, I know. It would be... It would, that would be a great fit. And I've been talking about it for, what, three years now? Yeah, right, yeah. exactly. So if that seems possible, but, you know, if they strike out... If, if Kawhi goes to the Lakers or if he stays in the Raptors, Clippers will probably not go after just Jimmy or Tobias and then the Knicks... If if those guys want to stay to go to a seventeen win next team, all all the power to them. Whatever, go mm. get that bag. But yeah, I mean, it's I guess we haven't even heard. I mean, there was the whole like Kawhi wants to set up a meeting with just Genie Bus and Magic Johnson, which turned out to be not allowed because Magic no longer works for the team. Right. So, I mean, that's just that's the NBA in a nutshell, isn't it? Yeah. That's that's why this is the best league. Like Kawhi Leonard, one of the quietest dudes ever, is like, "Hey, I want to meet with Magic." Like, what? <laughs> I, I was gonna say the the best league or the worst league because the the Lakers really just might fail upwards into LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Kawhi Leonard. Oh, that's just an LA thing. That's not an NBA yeah. thing. Like, that's look. Look, I mean. John Peters, a, a a Hollywood producer who used to be a hairdresser, was awful at it, and and then became a Hollywood producer afterwards. He just failed upwards. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's just L.A. Yeah. I don't think that's, that's an NBA thing. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, a few other signings we haven't hit on guys returning: Jonas Valanciunas back in Memphis, three years, forty-five million. Yeah, we we touched upon it real quick, and then we had news. I love yeah. it. I mean. He he said no thanks to seventeen point six million, correct, and then signed for what amounted to fifteen million a year. I'm very surprised at that deal. I, I I have to believe Brian on some level that there was a deal out there uh, with more money attached to his name because when Dwayne Dedman, I, I love Dwayne Dedman, that's not the issue, but when uh-huh. he gets three years forty, and Melon Chunas gets just five more five million more over the length of that same deal, uh, that just seems off to me. Like Valanciunas yeah. is a lot better than people give him credit for. Yeah, no, he's he's very good, and it it almost makes me think that teams are just learning their lesson, and that you just don't spend big on the center spot unless it's a generational talent like an Embiid or a Jokic or a Carl Anthony Towns, something like that. You, you know, mm. you don't for run of the mill, like good but not superstar bigs. You don't spend twenty five plus million. Yeah, and with I mean I love Stephen Adams. I don't take me wrong, but with every contract like this and like Nurkic, that Stephen Adams deal looks worse and worse and worse. Oh yeah, no, it's horrid. It's absolutely yeah. horrid. And I mean, e- even last year, even though it was just a one-year deal, like DeAndre Jordan getting what was it twenty-four? Yeah, like you could like just that. sense. I remember the reactions to it was like, why? Right. Like why? It doesn't even make sense. So I I love this contract. Not just I I mean not just for Memphis and society, but especially for when you look at John Morant. Like mm-hmm. now he'll have two big men he can pass the ball to. 
Yeah. And, and really get his development going off of all the the opportunities you have. I mean, Valanciunas can actually hit the three now. So you have he, mm-hmm. he has the ability to play pick and pop with two big men. Plus, you know, both can roll. Like, and both can accept, you know, J- him and Jaron Jackson can accept post touches. Like, John Morant is going to have so many weapons at his disposal to improve and to grow. I, I'm yeah. digging what Memphis is doing right now. Really digging it. Yeah, and, you know, Jaron Jackson Jr. maybe one day will be their starting set five long term. But yeah. he's still pretty skinny right now. Like, you might just want to keep him at the four for now. Brandon Clark can now come off the bench. It's, you know, you'll you'll have this kind of three-man rotation that we've been talking about for a couple other teams in the yeah. front court where that's fine. You don't necessarily need these guys to play 36, 37 minutes a night if you give somewhere in the neighborhood of 30 to all three there you go you got the four and the five squared away yeah i like it i agree and and plus another thing we have to talk about here is tradability like there are a lot of contracts signed today that are easily tradable (laughs) right with the exception of terry roger yes and and probably not rudy gay either who signed for two years and 32 i'm not really keen on that that deal but like Valanciunas, you can flip. Oh, for sure. Easily. For sure. You can also flip Dwayne Detman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I don't mind, you know, Rudy Gay, yeah, two years, 32 million to go back to the Spurs. That's just a Spurs move. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's just, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm just not sure what the Spurs are trying to accomplish, really. Right, right. No, I mean, I think it's just, like, they do right by their play. It's the same thing they did a couple years ago with Pau Gasol. Yeah, I get that. I it, I just have a hard time seeing what's next for him. Yeah, yeah. They seem to be rolling back like the same team, which like okay, that's fine. You they had moderate success with that, and they had a hell of a series against Denver. So I mean, that's fair. But everyone coming back is also a year older. I right. mean, at some at some point, the other shoe is gonna drop. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, we'll see. Like yeah, we got confirmation. House for the Rockets is coming out of the mid level exception. Okay. Not not the biannual, which means yeah. In- Tobias Harris back to Philadelphia, five years, one hundred and eighty nice. million. There we go. Slight discount. Okay, I'll take it. Huh? That's nice. That is nice. I'll take that. Man, they. All right. Let's talk about the Jimmy Butler stuff then. Okay. This. <sighs> Should I especially, just sit back for the next 20 minutes? Well, no, because especially with Reddick gone, <laughs> yeah. if they re-sign Jimmy Butler, right now they will probably have, yeah, I mean, they'll have the non-taxpayer mid-level, um, most likely. I just can't, because factoring in Reddick was the question of, like, they're going to bump into the apron. Mm-hmm. So they should have a non-taxpayer mid-level. Jimmy Butler, apparently, at 601 met with the Miami Heat, or the plan was for him to meet with the Miami Heat and tell them that he wants to play with them. Correct. The Miami Heat are in a similar situation as the Houston Rockets in that they are very far over the salary cap, much more so than the Houston Rockets, in fact. So they their only avenue to get him is a sign-and-trade. If I'm the Sixers, I am seriously considering signing and trading Jimmy Butler to the Miami Heat if they can get Josh Richardson in return. Yeah. Well, I, are you asking me if you're crazy? No, I, I, I mean, I just, is it not, 
I almost think it's better for them in a team building way. In terms of salary structure, you mean? Yeah, because so you if you can if you keep Tobias on your books, I, they agreed to this deal. I I don't know what the actual breakdown is going to be. I mean, it's 180, so it's 10 million less, so probably like a million or two less than his yeah. max. But either and no way, options, gonna, by the way. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Either way, you're going to keep him on. You're going to keep his cap hold on your books, which is 22.2 million. Um, with Reddick now gone. You can have up to thirty-eight million in cap space, or thirty-eight point six million. Yeah. So if you add Richardson to that and you keep Tobias on your books, you still have about twenty-nine point four million in space. Mm-hmm. And that's you know that's, this is assuming a, a Butler sign-in trade. Right, 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 right. And you and you have Richardson in there. Who's what is he earning right now? Like ten point one. Oh, that's such a steal. Yeah, and he's under contract for at least two two more years. The 2021 is mm. a player option, which he's obviously going to decline. Right, but here's the thing. A lot of guys are coming off the market now. Yeah. So in terms of those $29 million, like who specifically did you have in mind? I See, that's the question. Yeah. Because the wing market especially is going to get dire quickly, if it already hasn't. Yeah. But... Now the option is either you bring back Tobias, right? You get Josh Richardson, and you have twenty nine point four million in space to round out your roster, Uh or you re-sign Jimmy, and you have a non-taxpayer, and that's it. And then you have to—I mean, you could keep Mike Scott, you could keep Boban if that guy if he's willing to sign. Well, you have bird rights on Boban; you can give him more if you want, I guess. Um, James Ennis—they only have non-bird on, so they can only give him two point two five million. I just think, I don't know. I, I think from a, a roster building perspective, mm-hmm. I think Josh Richardson at $10.1 million is a better value for the Sixers than Jimmy Butler at 32.7. And that's with I, all I due get, respect to Jimmy. I get that. I, I think it, it restores a hierarchy of, you know, kind of like an offensive hierarchy where yeah. we saw that in Boston this year where there were just too many guys who wanted to be that alpha and it turned into a major issue. I don't think Josh Richardson this past year in Miami, he was kind of miscast as the number one option there. I don't think he really should be a number one option per se, but agreed a great number three. So let me throw a, a wrench, <laughs> a very positive wrench into those plans. Uh Oh no, no. If you have 29 point something million, right? Uh huh. Could you clear an additional three? Uh, you know where I'm going with this. Oh, for Kawhi? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could include Zaire Smith in... I don't know how they would actually make it work. But, I mean, that's... You can go to Kawhi with that team. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You, you could at least... Because I guess, you know, they were in the conversation of getting a meeting. Yeah. Now, I would not want to blow that or most of that on Al Horford, with all due respect to Al Horford. But. <laughs> no, no that's, that's why I mentioned... 
Get to Old Navy for the biggest sale of the year. Up to 60% off all back-to-school styles for kids and baby. Get flip-flops for 2 bucks, graphic tees for 4 bucks, shorts for $6, and jeans for $8. Right now, get the best kids' styles at kid-size prices. Just 2 4 6 and $8. Can't wait to wear it? Buy online and pick up in-store free today. Up to 60% off all kids and baby styles now at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 729 to 811. Select styles. Excludes in-store clearance. And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right. Save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Oh, well, you know what? Mike Scott just re-signed with, with Philly for two oh, years, yeah. $9.8 million. That's probably his bird or his non-bird rates. Let's yep. go! I'm more excited about that than I am Tobias. <laughs> oh, actually, that's a discount. Yeah. Yes, it is. Huh. I wonder if it's... I wonder if it's his room, the room. It does appear that way, right? Yep, because it's nine point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it could be. But I mean, they had non bird on him, so they could do. Oh, it must. Yeah, that must be the room. They must. I think so. They must think Jimmy's gone. They've heard something. Yeah, they're. I think they're gonna sign and trade Jimmy to the Heat. It, it, well, yes, because if if that's the room, I mean, then they can't operate as an above. Uh, you know, above the cap team, right? Right. But they could still just keep his cap hold on their books. Yeah. Yeah, they got, that makes me think they have something big planned. Yeah, that's possibly why we haven't heard anything yet. Hmm. I don't know. This is interesting at the very least. By the way, can, can we also... let's While you're sitting there and, and you know, the wheels are turning... NBA players can be a little bit mean. Uh-huh. But I kind of don't mind when uh-huh. they are <laughs> lashing out against the Knicks on Twitter. <laughs> or just yeah. basically dunking on the Knicks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can can we just talk about the Knicks for a second and all their Man. grand planning for this summer? Yeah. yeah. I mean, sure, technic- technically they could still walk away with Kawhi Leonard and Jimmy Butler. I'm not sure. saying that they couldn't, but sure. Like, have you seen basically how many NBA players are just completely ridiculing them on Twitter right now? Yeah. That just that just tells me right off the bat that that organization is as toxic as one can imagine, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Where the hell do they go from here? I mean, I really think their best option is just take bad contracts. Yeah. Just go. Yeah, go no, I I team. agree with you. Like that's that's the logical yeah. perspective, but like yeah. when you have an owner who comes out and promises everyone that they're gonna hit it big. Yeah. Yeah. This is a horrible look. Right. Yeah, I mean it. I, I, like what they're going to do and what they should do is very different 
what they sh- what they should do is again they should just take on bad contracts. I I really don't hate the idea of them taking Andrew Wiggins if they just got you know because the the Timberwolves have been linked as a possible D'Angelo Russell. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Speaking of the Knicks, yeah, I was just about to oh say. My God. I was just about to say. Okay, oh my God! Please do me the honors of Ramona reading it, Brian. Shelburne, the Knicks and owner Jim Dolan were not prepared to offer Kevin Durant a full max contract due to concerns over his recovery from the Achilles injury. They- well, oh and Knicks officials are in Los Angeles tonight meeting with free agents such as Julius Randle. Great, 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 great. I'm sorry, Knicks fans. This That sucks. That's just terrible. There goes your plan, or our plan, of <laughs> taking off bad contract. Well, they can still do that, but... Right. Well, they, yeah, they have $70 million in space even if they take on Julius Randle. Yeah, I know, but I mean, Jeez. even so. Like, poor Julius first of all, but I mean, yeah. you know, get the bag. Yeah. That's atrocious, man. <laughs> and I get it. I mean, you've been saying this for a couple weeks now about, yeah. like, are we sure KD is going to be it. himself? But, like, you traded Kristaps Porzingis in a salary dump to create right. the room to make for Kevin Durant. And then you balk at giving the one guy who was maybe going to take your money? You don't do that? Are you kidding me? Look, I, again, I get it. I get it on the surface. But here's the thing. Everyone knew that they had to max Durant. So so yeah. one thing is what I think about whether a team should do it. And to, on some sick level, I still respect the Knicks for hanging on to that mindset going, hey, you know what? There's, there's a significant risk here. That's yeah. actually okay. I yeah. don't mind that. But they must have recognized that everyone else was offering him everything they had. So... By making those promises beforehand, that's mm-hmm. just basically today's lesson, kids. Don't make promises that you can't keep. Just don't. Yeah. That's that's this is the major problem for me. That's the promise. Knicks fans have been on Twitter, especially over the past couple months, have been all up on the whole James Dolan has promised or something thing. Like every yeah. argument comes back to that. And what do they have to show for it? Maybe Julius Randle. <laughs> God, it's just that's brutal. That's absolutely brutal. And then I, Julius Randall, by the way, I think yeah, he's grossly. No, no. I yeah. mean, I hope no one takes their money. I, yeah, I mean, I like I I'm always in support of players taking the bag, but in this particular instance, no one should take James Dolan's money. Just let that team win ten games next year. Right, and Brian, here it is from Chris Haynes. There's a possibility Kevin Durant will engage in a sign-and-trade swap with Golden State in Brooklyn. Hmm. I'm thinking Russell, man. Hmm. Interesting. Well, they, I mean, they don't have to give up. The Nets don't have to give up anything, right? Because they can sign them in the cap space. Or they, yeah. I think they can with, like... I think they're within a Musa dump. Of getting there, right? But then maybe they, you know, give Brooklyn a pick for their yeah. trouble. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it feels more like that's a a uh, them just trying to create a trade exception because they weren't gonna 
they don't have room either way with Kevin Durant leaving. So if you can create a 30 plus million dollar trade exception, why not? Yeah. Yeah, that would be. Oh my guess. boy, this this has been an active first night. Are you ready to do this again tomorrow? <laughs> We're gonna have to. Man, man, huh? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I guess, I mean, a lot of big names are already off the board, but we still have Kawhi. Yep. We still have Jimmy Butler. We still have Al Horford. I think those are the big three. Um, Julius Randle's out there. Boogie's out there. And then you, jeez. I mean, here I thought, you know, the the you have to wait a week or two to start getting the discounts, but a lot of teams are already blowing through their cap space pretty quickly. Aside from the Knicks, yeah, who I'm sure will do something very stupid very shortly. Uh, man, that's yeah, <laughs> yep. I'm I'm, I'm in the same boat as you. I, I kind of yeah. <laughs> that's just... I this just, isn't necessarily the most coherent podcast that we ever made, yeah, but <laughs> I mean, it's, I feel like everyone's just refreshing Twitter. You yeah, know how it is at this this hour of day. But man, the that thing about the Knicks is what what was your pitch? What take less money to join our seventeen win team because question mark? Yeah, like, what, <laughs> it's like an underpants gnomes thing. Sign with us. Step two question mark. Step three, championship. Profit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, but but at the end of the day, you know what this comes down to? And we've talked ad nauseum about this. Mm -hmm. Culture, culture, culture. Yeah. Like, this is a toxic organization. Players are keenly aware of it. Don't you? I mean, you and I agree that Julius Randle, even though he's listening to a Knicks pitch, the only thing that he's thinking about right now is just getting that damn contract. He wants the yeah. money, and then he'll take care of stuff from there. Mm-hmm. Like he's not signing with the Knicks because of the you know, championship aspirations. Like we're not saying that he's signing with the Knicks, but uh, if he's considering it, he's doing it for the money, and that's it. Which is yeah. which is fine. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. I even wrote a piece on Forbes saying you know that players are gonna do what's best for them, uh, and, and that's that's how the name of the game is today. That's fine. Yeah. But the fact that the Knicks. They are rumored all the time to be one of these prime premier destinations. You know what? It's the Knicks themselves and agents who are leaking that. Players want no part of it. Yeah. If anything has become painfully obvious today, with all that's going on and all the players just coming out of the woodworks on Twitter and just basically ridiculing the, the Knicks franchise, it's that players don't want to go there. No, very clearly. So they from shouldn't. here on out, when we hear all these rumors about, oh, the Knicks, or the Knicks, let's not take it just with a pinch of salt. Let's yeah. take it with a whole damn truckload of it. Yep. Totally agree. My to, God. To wrap this up, Damari Carroll has apparently agreed to join the San Antonio Spurs. Oh, I like that. For how much? Doesn't. Don't know. Just, yeah. yeah. Oh, I like that. And Stephen A. Smith said there is increasing chatter of Kawhi. And Jimmy Butler to the Los Angeles Clippers, and and I like that too. I I would I think they they'll need to find someone to take on Danilo. I wonder if it's the Sixers who do it, or if it's a 
they find another team. But well, yeah, maybe, I mean, you maybe need the a shooter. Knicks, maybe the Knicks will take Danilo back. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> It'd be, yeah, I guess the Sixers could do it and then just literally start a bunch of 6, 8, or above guys. Uh, it's a two-year, $12 million deal for Carroll. And here's okay. a tweet that's interesting from Andrew Grief. The the Clippers and guard Danny Green have indeed talked today, a league source confirmed. And as you and I talked about, you know, Danny Green and Kawhi Leonard have gone hand-in-hand recently. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Nerlens Noel ha- has agreed to a deal to return to the Thunder. Really? Oh, I did I not see was... that one coming. No, yeah. I thought he was going to the Lakers. Impressive. I I absolutely for sure thought he was gone. Huh. Interesting. That has to be for a very limited amount of money, I imagine. Yeah, because they're... Ooh. Yeah, because I thought the Thunder were trying to duck the tax. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So, you, you know what's you know what's gonna happen. You, you and I are gonna sign off here and say bye bye, and then two minutes later, Kawhi is gonna sign. For sure. No, I think it seems like Kawhi is gonna take a day or two, and we will we'll definitely have an episode when that happens. That's... You know what? He may already have announced it, but he's just done it in some weird way that no one has checked it yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. <laughs> like he's written it on a piece of paper and sent it and like at an actual as an actual letter and it's just sitting in some doorway somewhere <laughs> yeah exactly all right uh i need to go and write about tobias i guess and i'm sure you got to go write about that so we'll be back a lot <laughs> this week uh yeah. when Kawhi signs we'll, we'll try to avengers assemble as quickly as possible um right yeah we'll, we'll we'll have a few more just general free free agent recaps yep and welcome to season five everyone yeah 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 good times uh good so times please please follow us on twitter at the nba pod you can find our twitter handles in our bios to give us a follow as well you can also find us on itunes and wherever else podcasts are found on itunes please subscribe download leave some five star reviews for us it'd be awesome and we are now being hosted on Spreaker. So check them out on Twitter at Spreaker. Until next time, I'm Brian Taporic, and I was joined, as always, by Morton Jensen. Have a good one, Mort. You too, Brian. It's uh, it's way over 1 a.m., and I'm going to stay up all damn night for this. And you and I, we agree that if Kawhi News breaks, we're just going to record episode number two, right? Oh, for sure. For sure. All right. So we'll talk in a couple hours, I guess. <laughs> we'll see. All right, later, man. Later. Get to Old Navy for the biggest sale of the year. Up to 60% off all back-to-school styles for kids and baby. Get flip-flops for 2 bucks, graphic tees for 4 bucks, shorts for $6, and jeans for $8. Right now, get the best kids' styles at kid-size prices. Just 2 4 6 and $8. Can't wait to wear it? Buy online and pick up in-store free today. Up to 60% off all kids and baby styles now at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 729-811. Select styles. Excludes in-store clearance. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. 
which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.